Welcome to Casual Watch Talk, the podcast from the Casual Watch Reviewer YouTube channel. Join us as we talk everything watches from watch collecting, the latest horology news and interviews. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Let's dive into the show. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 53 of Casual Watch Talk. And we might be doing a video version of this. We don't know yet. We're recording it. If you're listening to it on audio, you might see it on YouTube. We're, we're doing a few experiments. So, but anyway, how have you been, yes. Chris? Pretty good. Pretty good. Matching your, matching the blue background, the nice soothing blue. So if we are on video, then that's what we'll, we'll have to uh, tell our audio listeners about our, what's going on. And, and we'll have to remember to include them as well as uh, for our video listeners, they get to, they get to see whatever messes uh, on my workbench behind me <laughs> yeah we're doing an, we're definitely going to be doing an experiment here so hopefully you'll get to see us in glorious technique blue color technicolor that's right we might as well start off with uh watch obsessions have you had a, a watch obsession this week i have not i've not had a watch obsession this week i'm trying to think about what if 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 anything that i was um I was really just researching others' watch sessions. I mean, we're we're going to be talking about it this this week. Um, doing a doing a bunch of research on on watch obsessions for others, um, but nothing nothing has really hit uh, hit hit the hit the channel or hit hit me uh, as far as an obsession. Um, just been wearing my white dial Zen One Hundred and Four. Uh, put it on a. Put it on a rubber strap. Couldn't find those. Still can't find those links. Haven't looked. Haven't looked. But uh, uh, it's been rainy, crappy here. Uh, so you moved away just in time. Yeah, it's been. This has been my first. I guess our full first proper week in Florida, and it's been up and down. Like some evenings, it's been quite cold, and then other times, it's been very, very warm. Right. And yeah. uh, it's funny because my wife is always um, when we're walking, she's like there's not going to be any alligators here like as if she's scared of them but then right. i feel like she's also disappointed that she's not yet seen right one. right yeah yeah you just have yeah like you have to show her like eating something or like to show her one like, like go to go to one of the parks go to one of the parks yeah one of the gatorland parks yeah well yeah. Uh, i guess my watch obsession has been a i guess it's been a, an interesting one and this came out the blue i was started looking at the marathon watches mm. i know everyone's waiting for the steel navigator to come out but i started mm -hmm. really looking at this the 41 millimeter the tsar tsar one mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i managed to find one on ebay that it's not arrived yet so i could have got scammed oh okay but essentially it's um i found one on ebay now they're normally 900 dollars. it's a quartz version with yeah. tritium tubes I managed to find one on eBay. Some guy was selling for like $500 in a state sale and he didn't know what it was because I asked a few questions about it. Didn't really know what it was. Um, so I put in, a, put in a cheeky offer. And managed to get it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen a marathon watch in person. I'll be brutally honest. I am okay. interested to see. This, I, I've like. seen this one. This is a, he's a big boy. Like how thick is this? Well, it's you know? 13.7, I think. <laughs> this is the one, uh, the first time I tried, the first time I had this in my hand, I don't know if this, I think there is a one that's bigger than this. This one is, is not, this, this is not too bad. Yeah, they had the, I've had the jumbo and like my first thought was uh, that it was, that it had a plutonium battery in it is why it had the radiation symbol on it. That's how big this watch was. 
but uh but these yeah these are uh these are a little chunky but i've i've got a a, fan, a friend on uh instagram who has this watch with white dial and it has uh i think it has the red red tipped seconds yeah and oh it looks so good every time i see it i'm like oh that looks so good so i would definitely pick up one of these uh white dial um but uh so used uh how how old do you think the tritium is well they say 2006 so i'm okay. interested to know in 12 years if it's got a a lifespan of 25 years did they say so but yeah. it does have a half life so 12 it does, right. might be what do you think yeah i i i mean i i feel like once you get to like 9 10 once you get about half you get about 10 10 years cuz i think it's like 19 or 20 uh as far as a half life once you get about 10 years i mean that's again it's like how that that's exactly how that works is the half life so it's like in 10 years it will be half as bright as it was when you bought it new and in 10 more years it'll be half as bright as that and then more 10 more et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. so uh i think you'll still be able to see it i just yeah i don't i i, I don't think it will be as uh as dramatic as maybe one of the new ones when I when I was researching this watch, something mm-hmm. I don't know how how I didn't know this, but Teddy Balbazar did a video on it, and I didn't mm. realize that. I thought he sold. This isn't a plug for him, by the way. Although I do mm-hmm. like his channel, I knew he sold watch straps online. But did you know he sold watches as well? Because mm. he did a marathon review, and he went from your authorized deal dealer, Teddy Balbazar. I'm an authorized oh, dealer yeah. of marathon, and I was like. I never thought I would hear those words yeah. out of your mouth. Like maybe yeah. you would expect. Uh... He 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 turned that up pretty quick. Like he went from. I feel like he was he dipped into watch straps. I mean, we have not seen your collection yet. Your your premier <laughs> casual collection yet. Oh yeah. And I'm giving you crap, but uh, no, we uh you know he he dipped into watch straps and then pretty quickly afterwards he he was full. He had Timex. I think he's got Timex. I think he's got Seiko. I think he's got Marathon. And I think a third or fourth, or sorry, fourth or fifth brand on there. I think he's got quite a few because I was amazed. If you look on here, we've got... Oh, Tiso. That's a yeah. Tiso, Rado, Oris. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Zenith, Bell and I said Ross. five. I said five. Look oh, he's carrying that. breath. He's carrying Bell and Ross. Good for him. Yeah. Formex he's got. Orient, Timex, like you said. Raymond yeah. Wilde. Map yeah. a marathon, your authorized dealer. Yeah. It, it there's quite a I was amazed as well. I wonder how much business he's he's doing. It ha- it it has to I mean, he has to be doing well. He has to be doing well. Or at least uh, well enough for somebody to spend the time and effort to connect with all those brands to to make those to Do make you think those he's drop shipping yeah. them or he's at, he's keeping stock of all of these watches because that's quite a uh, 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 there's several, you know, depending on which models he's got. I mean, there must be, you know, it's probably a hundred or so different models. Of yeah, yeah. Thirty brands he, there. Or um, you'd, yeah, I would. I don't see any. I don't see any brand there that that their agreement for an AD. And this is super inside baseball, but like typically, uh, a brick and mortar AD, you would you would have to buy. Uh, a certain percentage of your stock and and actually put it in the store window the fact that he's online only yeah he might be he might be getting away from just he, getting away with just sending the order to hamilton to to have hamilton because uh, of the brands there i don't i don't see a brand that doesn't have a a, a online presence 
and and Zenith is oh, wow surprising. So you think he's just re he's just taken a little affiliate commission off each sale, it, but it might be going through to the actual brand. Yeah, yeah, or or he could just he could just have the brand be uh, delivering for them. And and you know what? I bet it's I bet it's a mixture. If I was going to do this, it would be I would be open to a mixture of whatever. So if I could get Hamilton to drop ship watches, great. But I'm sure Hamilton doesn't want to be in the business of drop shipping watches. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure there are other brands that are either set up to do that quickly or brands that have no interest in it. I'm, I mean, you know, Zenith is a, is kind of an example. Like I I I'm not going to speak for them, but I I don't know if they are interested in creating a you know <laughs> like a drop shipping network or or like direct to customer uh distribution i mean yeah. that's the thing like i i think a i think a lot of this stuff comes down to uh taking advantage of of new methods of distribution um so the fact that he's uh online only then you know may- maybe he does have a little little warehouse in the back back of the house or maybe he's already opening out his uh, 15,000 square foot uh, uh, store and uh, we don't know about it. Yeah, did you see this that just popped up on the video here? You'll see it says, are you interested in this watch? And the two options are no thank you or yes, but it's too expensive. (laughs) Uh, Are you too cheap to buy this watch? Yes right. or no. <laughs> I mean, like, I really yeah. like this, but also, right, yeah, I don't have the cash. That's a, wow, that's interesting. Some interesting market. Well, again, inside baseball, a little marketing, a uh, little marketing insider there. That's funny. I wonder if you hit yes, whether it will, they'll, he'll negotiate with you on price. Right, yeah. Who knows? We'll take it for, let's say, uh, I'll, I'll defy classic. I'll do, give you 5,600. How about that? <laughs> Enter a bid. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, let's dive into the news. And then we've got an interesting subject to talk to at the latter part of the show, which nobody asked for, but we're going to do it anyway, which mm-hmm. is joe biden's watch collection and also talking about vulcane which is known as the president's watch but we'll go more into it because i think Vulcane's one of those brands that you've perhaps heard of but you may not know the history or why they're important and in fact a great christian at theo and harris did a great video a couple of years ago now where we talked about just how awful their website is and he's totally right he's like they've got such a great history but they've basically are squandering it by not getting the name out there in terms of um, promoting themselves, and he could be right. But anyway, let's dive into the news here. So another limited edition Seiko. Yay! Just what you were asking for. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, with the Prospects logo on it. and Well, exactly. I I actually like the look. I I do like the look of these, I have to admit. But Mm. it's um, Seiko 140th anniversary with... uh, prospects watches and we talked about this before didn't we they've also released other 140th anniversaries uh, watches this story is from watch pro one of the interesting things that i don't think i've read in one of their stories before was the gentleman whose name i'm not even going to try and pronounce here because i'll murder it and, and disrespect his legacy um but i didn't realize <laughs> the founder of seiko he started the company when he's 21 years old I thought that oh, was pretty cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. Made, made me feel him. old and like I'd wasted the last. Part yeah, of the last I know. Years, I but... just, yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was just, I was just thinking about that too. I had, uh, uh, 
in your career, like when you when you try to like move up in certain things and, and you get to that that age and and I'm like right in that, you know, I think we're both kind of in that area where it's like I've got a ton of experience and I, you know, maybe want to uh, expand into, you know, into like corporate more uh, more management stuff, these sorts of things that you move through the things. And I was watching a video the other day where they were talking about the engineers at NASA that put someone on the moon. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, they were all in their 20s. And no one, know how, no one knew how to do it. But I mean, like, can you imagine a company like, I mean, besides SpaceX, which which has a lot of young people, but can you imagine just like a, like a modern company just being like, yeah, let's let the 20 year olds do it. <laughs> I know. So. Well, I, I always think about Morgan Freeman because I think he didn't have, he was an actor, but he didn't have his first proper movie role to his like 53. So there's still a little right. bit of time for me to That's right. branch yeah. out. And All right. Yeah. You've got time. I'm still holding out for that Jason Statham biopic <laughs> right, where I can where right. I can play like a you know forty year old Jason Statham. As we've just been joking about, there is another limited editions for Seiko watches. This one I like the idea of it. It's they've they've used a green which is supposed yeah. to mimic uh, Japan or famous areas of Japan. So okay. we've got the SB two oh seven, which is a three hundred meter water resistant, closely resembles their nineteen sixty five model, mm-hmm. nineteen sixty eight mm-hmm. model, sorry. That tell me tell me it's got sapphire. Tell me it's got what are the specs? It you know, it doesn't have it here. It says there's um hmm. nineteen sixty five, it says this is the SB two oh seven, a three hundred meter water resistant, eight okay. feet diver's watch suitable for saturation as well as air diving, three thousand pieces three thousand two hundred dollars okay this one which this looks like the sumo i think but it's yeah kind of a cross between the sumo and the marine master kind of yeah that's got the marine master hands yeah Mm -hmm. six thousand pieces and then knocking those out at one thousand three hundred and fifty and then we have a quartz model a quartz solar model um using chronograph chronograph four thousand pieces 750 Okay. I don't know. Solar Chrono. Okay. Yeah, I mean the, the the bracelet looks doesn't look great yeah. on that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, there yeah. we go. We, yeah, we, there we, we go. We've we covered it. Yeah, we're bringing you the news. <laughs> That's the news. You're like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I mean, if they, you know, yeah, it's good. I I was looking at the. I think the reviews for the King Turtle have started to catch up because I feel like the market there. Uh, and this is sort of like a weird way to look at it, but I'll just I'll just say. Uh, I feel like the market for that watch, they've raised it up to the like $350, $370 range. So now the, now I see a lot of people taking a look at the King Turtle and, and having like a real conversation about it. Because if you, once you're up into that, like once you've elevated, once you can't get a Seiko Turtle for $180 or $200, now they were never that cheap. That's that's not fair. Uh Three hundred dollars. Once you once you can't get a Seiko Turtle for three hundred dollars, then you're you're look you're like, well, what am I getting? So then you you they're finally starting. I feel like they're finally starting to step up in that King Turtle land, uh, sapphire crystal ceramic puzzle, uh, completely unnecessary um, uh, Cyclops, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I still think the Turtles one of the best that they made after we upgraded the movement. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Next story. Swatch survived the pandemic is the news story from Watch. Okay. They, it looked like that there was, there definitely was a dip. Obviously, in retail sales went down. Yeah. um, It's a pretty long article here. It's interesting on Watch Pro, but it it finalized with saying that um, 
Tissot had one of its best years ever, which mm. I thought was interesting. And it's to do, there was a new T-Touch Connect that they released or, or they're going to be releasing. Mm. But I thought that was interesting as well. Cause, yeah. Because they've been releasing some interesting mechanical models, Tissot, haven't they? I yeah. That and nice I, dress watch. And I think that their, uh, their, their Powermatic 80, their, their dress watches, uh, I know uh, Jody, just one, more, just one More Watch, uh covered them a couple times and uh same with uh teddy was they they or they were on a couple of lists this year as a runner-up great dress watch uh, or or an everyday sort of office watch um and i saw them on a bunch of lists and and maybe it's just that maybe it's just that easy that that they that they sort of ended up on a couple of those lists that sort of elevated them into the realm because i i feel like it, it was a hidden gem maybe two years ago you know yeah like a cosk certified you know every day for that that inexpensive uh was was certainly not not advertised as as well as that could have been so maybe that's what bumped it and the the, the top notch quality for the price mm-hmm. I, I would mm-hmm. say okay and then we this goes uh, on uh, there you week. go <laughs> yeah so the patek uh, 5711 so rockets, I, yeah i wasn't able to buy game stock but game <laughs> Uh, GameStop stock, but uh, certainly uh, bought, should have bought my Patek Philippe uh, 5711 stock. <laughs> well, this, yeah, I actually, I've been following that GameStop thing quite closely. I think it's oh, yeah. pretty cool what those investors did because I know people that are short stocked or spread mm-hmm. their margin trade on that. I've mm-hmm. never done it because I haven't got the bottle for it, basically. But I yeah. started buying because when everybody took their eye off GameStop, they or they they put the right to GameStop. Bitcoin mm-hmm. went down slightly, oh, so then I went. In, oh, okay, I went in to buy some more Bitcoin, and, and yeah. this isn't a financial advice or anything. But Robinhood, as well as restricting the GameStop, restricted Bitcoin buys uh, as well, so you uh, could only buy with so much uh, funds. Yeah, only could yeah. buy with funds that were in your account, which yeah. that was one of the USPs yeah. of Robinhood. Yeah. Uh, they'd lend you the money. Yeah, that I mean that I know enough about that story that like I know the intricacies. I I wish, uh, yeah, they <laughs> much like in the beginning of the pandemic when people were talking about like oh boohoo commercial real estate and you're like right like commercial real estate the people that literally will build a building that will be empty for ten years and they don't care like because they can just they can just sit on it and just it's just an asset to them and, and it's it's on a bank sheet you know like those people yeah no i i, I don't want to pay them rent uh those same people the hedge fund people i like yeah no no one oh they can't pay for their third boat <laughs> yeah, it's so. ridiculous what they were they would they were the way they were squeezing the market yeah, I mean, they, yeah. nobody will have learned their lesson from this yeah, though no, this is yeah. like a blip and you know somebody's gonna i'm sure yeah. So anyway, back to um, casual watch talk instead of a casual, right. uh, casual casual stock, stock talk. Yeah, casual stock talk. Right. <laughs> Neither Chris and I are uh, authorized financial no. uh, de- yes. dealers or financial experts. Yes. Um, and I so, don't, or have pecuniary interest in the channel. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, the only thing we invest in is a lot of time, and I don't know whether we get the return on it. Yes, other than yeah. the, the the nice comments that you guys leave us over on the casual watch yeah, talk Facebook that's group. That's good. That's good. Uh, but, so yeah, the fifty-seven eleven. And now, did you look more? I looked a bit more into this, and it seems yeah. like it's the stainless steel version that they're stopping. Okay. The lines not going is the impression I got. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I no, I, I seem I mean I heard discontinued. So, I I mean they could still have I mean uh they can still have stock on, you know, the the gold, platinum, whatever. They have different mm-hmm. versions. Uh Not yeah, I'm not sure of the details there, but uh, what was it what did it what was it averaging there and then it shot up? Because I think I said it was like, what, 60? Or was it 80? Yeah, it was, this is in euros. So it looks like it was averaging look, 65,000 euros. I mean, this is just... Oh, euros. okay. So that's... Read the graph here. And it's that's... gone up to like oh, nearly yeah. 90,000 euros. This is based okay. on data, it looks like, from Chrono 24. Chrono 24, yeah. So it's, it's if yeah. they're selling for that, isn't it? But um, we would like to get our um, resident uh, pet yeah, true... expert on Bobby right. from the Facebook Oh, group. yeah. Yeah. We should, we should, and also two percent. We need our cut. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was, I knew, I, I saw that. It was like, I was like, everybody that has one of those, it just, whew, those just went way up. So yeah, yeah Bobby made a, a, f- a real funny comment on the Facebook group about uh, watch podcasters. Did you see it? I was good. Yes, I watched that. Yes, sometimes <laughs> like- I. I feel like whenever we get into design conversations, I I, I kind of feel like yeah, we get into <laughs> oh well, you know, we think that we're very strongly opinionated about this thing that we can just talk around in circles and yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was it, was, good. It, was, it was good. It was funny. It was funny, uh-huh. and then I, I replied back, and he's like, "Oh, not you." And I'm like, oh, right, no, well, right. thanks for clarifying." You know, <laughs> no, no, I I think I think all of I think all of us are guilty. It's okay. We're oh, uh, we're learning as we go, and it's it's and sometimes we. Our, uh, we don't have an opinion on something. We just need to be like, I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, OK, so the next story here and uh, I, 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 we're going we're gonna to have to dance around this bit. And if okay. you've got any children listening, please cover their ears because uh, we don't often get into um, adult talk on here. But have you seen the new M, B and F watch? I have not. This watch is $440,000. By all accounts, it's got incredible, a new movement, incredible design. But the overall aesthetics of the watch, I would say perhaps... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um uh, that's not this that's this is not that kind of channel, Sam. <laughs> no, this is not that kind of channel. If you've if you've not if you've not seen this watch, uh we'll leave a link in the show notes. But suffice Ugh. to say it has a somewhat familiar shape um that consists <laughs> of of a longer section in between two smaller sections uh, <laughs> around the so the the sort of the very masculine shape that's a masculine a very, shape a very masculine yes. shape that that yes. is true yes. and uh certainly you know it, it's uh it, it it makes quite the statement should we should yeah say. yeah i don't yeah i <laughs> this is my this is my tiny p <laughs> yes it's um <laughs> yeah if you uh if ever there was a watch that you know do they do they lean into that at all, or are they just that's the shape they picked? Well, it looks like that's the shape they picked. I mean, there's no. I mean, we're not talking like H. Moser here, who like would purposely troll this. Right. It seems right. like this is just like a yeah. We've you know this is the way we've situated the two balance wheels around the the outer section. <laughs> right. And right. Then... For video, we got a wheel here and a wheel here, <laughs> and then the and the section in the middle. <laughs> that the the some would say the the shaft of the watch the, the is, longer uh, longer section in the middle the lo- the, the, anyway <laughs> it's, uh, we, you know we, it's a it's a it's a fine craftsman that that blames his watch 
<laughs> yes, this really is a tool watch. Yeah, right? yeah. Enough I mean, of it's, enough of that. I, ladies, ladies, ladies. It's it's about the shape of the case. It's about. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it's 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 quite amazing that they would. I, I don't know. For first of all, four hundred forty thousand. I mean, somebody might buy this just because they think it looks. You know, they're just like, yeah, I've got this. Is literally have you've got money to burn. This yeah, is like yeah, this is just yeah. like this is just a total, uh, uh, just a complete. I, nobody, I, you, nobody's uh, going to look at your watch and be like, oh, what movement is in that? Right, like, right, oh, yeah. That was a yeah, bold this choice. This is just, yeah. This I don't know where I don't know where this shows up. I don't know on what I don't even know if this is like corporate jet. This is beyond that. This know. is the super elite, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so oh, before goodness. we stop, uh, well, before we go into our main subject, we'll just pause for a very quick ad break. Hey, it's Chris from the Casual Watch Talk podcast. As our longtime listeners know, we often talk about cars here on the pod, and that's no coincidence. Like a lot of mechanical watch lovers, we're both into cars and racing. A couple years ago, I curated a collection of automotive-inspired straps and started the Camping Auto Club. Camping Auto Club watch straps celebrate the rich history of automotive liveries with their inspired colors. Available in a single-pass NATO, two-piece, and our new super-comfy elastic NATO. Check out Campionato Club on the web. That's championship in Italian, C-A-M-P-I-O-N-A-T-O dot club. Hey everyone, welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. Well, last week we briefly discussed that there was a new watch collector in the White House, and Mm. Chris briefly talked about Joe Biden's watch collection, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of a... New information that we that kind of we, I thought was worth talking about, um, and that was uh, he was spotted with that blue uh, date just, I believe. Yeah, his and a lot of people thought that maybe that was uh, his son Bo's watch, and so there was this like feel good story that sort of emerged very quickly that everybody wanted to believe was true, which was that. Joe Biden had his son's, you know, who has passed, uh, had his son's watch on his wrist, uh, which is, a, you know, a, it would have been a super feel-good story. It is actually not true. That was just someone kind of put two and two together. I'm sure uh, one of the, uh, you know, uh, I noticed on the watch forums, some of the sharper-eyed uh, folks that, that, uh, spot, that spot watches Notice it was a different bracelet. And it was a different actual, different bezel, uh, smooth versus the fluted. So they they quickly debunked that. Um, would have been a you know would have been a feel good story, but nonetheless we're talking about we're talking about uh, wristwatches and the president uh, as a as a watch collector. Yeah, I actually this blue date just that he has is that's one of my favorite combinations of date just is the jubilee bracelet with the smooth bezel i don't mm-hmm. get the fluted bezel and it's more expensive to get the fluted bezel i think because i keep yeah. pricing this watch up and they've yeah. really shot up in price even if you could get one from rolex they're like oh, seven thousand two hundred dollars yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it was interesting to see this story come out too because uh for those of you who are like us casual watch viewers and you know participate in the hobby uh you know we 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 know what a Rolex Datejust goes for. I mean, like, I feel like if you've been involved in this hobby for six months, you would be like, you'd know what the price of that was, or that you'd, you'd you know, you have some idea that it was not, that it was not $300, that it was 7000 as you said. And 
it was this weird like day where the internet like kind of folded in on itself because it was a whole bunch of people being like, wait, he has a $7,000. And you're like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> like, this is literally like one of the cheapest ones you can buy. Like, stop. No, no, that's don't. And then like a whole bunch of people that didn't know what a mechanical Swiss wristwatch was worth kind of came into the channel and you're just like, and like, and then the story was debunked that it, that it wasn't in fact, that his, it was his own Rolex and not his son's. Uh, it kind of all swirled into the, into the bottom of the drain there. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So how we came out of it is yes, it's, it's a nice date just, it's an affordable Rolex in, in that, in that land and that it is not his, uh, his son's. But uh, a good choice nonetheless. And that got us to thinking uh, kind of what else. Uh, I mentioned last time he's got, uh, he's got a, uh, a Seiko, the, a Seik, the, his Seiko alarm chronograph. Kind of the uh, gold, silver, white dial. Kind of got a tag feel to it. Kind of like the tag link. Feels okay. like that bracelet. That, that kind of that like scallops uh, sort of bracelet that goes with it. Not a not a fan of it, but certainly that's one of the ones that he wears. And um, his uh, Speedmaster Moonwatch, as we discussed, I uh, confirmed that. Um, and then he also likes to wear a Seamaster uh, 300, so the Bond watch before it was cool, uh, or right around the time when it was cool to to have the Bond watch on. Yeah, and also it looks like he's got a Speedmaster as well, doesn't it? He's been seeing yeah. the Speedmaster Moonwatch on yep. there. And like you yep. said, the uh, the 300, the Bond one, and then, mm-hmm. oh, Apple Watch. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, who does? I mean, you know, that's okay. You can you can keep that. Maybe, to, maybe yeah. the Secret Service will, 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 will poo-poo that, though. I don't know. Well, it's funny that um, there will – I think we should talk about Vulcane as a yes. watch brand because they're known as the president watch but actually there's an interesting story linked with the secret service and vulcane but um i was watching something totally random on the youtube yesterday i think it was like toys from the 90s and apparently i think it was the secret service that banned uh, or the pentagon banned furbies in the 90s oh, yeah. because they thought that they were like spies that the Furby would like listen <laughs> yeah. to secret conversations. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it had it had the ability to like rec- to respond to voice. So it had a, it had a lot of the like technology of the day that would facilitate recording conversations completely because it had a microphone. It responded to voice. It had a microchip. It did stuff. It responded to it was like voice activated. Uh, it, it could send data. Uh, via infrared to each other yeah yeah so i could like pass a message your furbies passing spy messages i mean as a toy goes like in the 90s like if you wanted to hide some spy thing that's i mean that's it's a that it's got batteries in it ready to go i still have no idea how they how they made that the furby they started they it was furbish i think was the name of the language we've got this is this is the worst tangent we've ever been on i apologize (laughs) for everyone that's listening to this if you're just joining us so we're talking about um the microcontrollers that used to make the language of furbies back to you (laughs) sam (laughs) it's like we're god man where have we come (laughs) where have we we come we're falling apart the scenes anyway back to uh proper watch uh proper watch talk we briefly mentioned last week after chris was talking about joe biden's watch about vulcane now if nobody's familiar with vulcane 
they've become known as the president's watch. Uh, I'll get into why that is. I mean, yeah, when you think of president, you think of the Rolex, don't you? The day date that mm-hmm. people just call the president's watch. They, yep, the president's Coincidentally, bracelet. I've seen one of those in platinum, the heaviest watch I've ever held. This is mm. like a ton weight, this watch. But anyway, mm-hmm. So the Vulcan, essentially, they're a, a, an old, very old Swiss brand. Now, what they're very famous for is in 1947, they pioneered a mechanical alarm on a watch. Now, it's commonly thought they were the first, but they weren't the first. They were the first to make one that didn't sound like just a piece of tin or whatever. They Mm -hmm. actually made one that they... I think the joke at the time was they made one that could actually wake you up. Right. So, uh, and it was incredible. They built, they put two barrels in this watch and it would, uh, one of the barrels, when it went off, it would oscillate at something like, not oscillate, it would... it would chime 1,300 times in 20 seconds. Yeah. And it, it was called the cricket because it sounded like... It, yeah, it cricket. really does. I've, I've heard one in person and it and it really... And it is... Uh, it was demonstrated inside a mall and it, it echoed like... No, everyone was like looking around. I mean, it is loud. It is not a quiet... I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty loud uh, device, mechanical device. So very cool. It became known as the President's Watch because Harry Truman owned one. And then Dwight Eisenhower owned one. Mm-hmm. Nixon happened to have one. And, and then I think they started to gift it, them. I was going to say, didn't Truman like gi- like give like 50 of them to everyone in the... It was either Truman or, or one of the it, presidents. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was Lyndon Johnson. Okay. Actually, he, Lyndon Johnson loved... He was the true lover of the brand, they say, because mm-hmm. he had one made with his signature on the dial and he bought 200 of them mm-hmm. that he then would give to foreign dignitaries and right. so on and in fact in 2010 the vulcane because they've had some really like they 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 were basically dead the quartz crisis killed them yeah off. right and they didn't want to go to quartz they also messed around with that cricket movement where they mm. made it a single barrel movement and it lasted 15 seconds so five seconds less than normal one and people mm-hmm. are just like well you know this other yeah, why would that yeah, yeah that was your usp and and that was your gimmick so it killed it and then it was bought back by i think a finnish a finnish jeweler okay um the actual brand the actual brand yeah okay mm-hmm. and then then they started to get back on this president thing because th- their mm-hmm. whole thing was like look guys you're known for this presidents loved it so let's right. just do that so then they then they started back up again and they gifted one to Reagan in 1988. Then mm-hmm. they gifted one to um, George Bush Sr. in 1995. Mm-hmm. And actually, ever since then, it, it happened in 2010, they made a one off specifically for Obama. Oh, um, okay. And right. then apparently, Trump's got one, although you'd never, you'd never, I've not seen he would it. never yeah. wear one. Because I yeah. think he wore a date just, didn't he? Uh, we, we, yeah, date just at one point and then a thin. Um... He it was a, a like a tank shaped gold. I'm trying to think what that was, but very he he's not a he not used to seeing a, a watch on his wrist. Yeah, and what's hilarious as well, which this became a bit of a thing back when um, Trump was inaugurated as president, is that in the I think in the 90s when he was trying his hand at a lot of different things he actually created his own Trump watch brand oh so really you'll see oh, um 
there was one that very similar to the Daytona, which had like the Trump name on it. They were basically a little bit. There was like a date just one and things like that. I imagine they're quite sought after now. Yeah, maybe. Those watches. Certainly. And for certain collectors. It it made me also think um, a lot of people, like Obama had a a wristwatch they wore all the time. He would, uh, that he was gifted from the Secret Service. He was gifted this special sort of sports chronograph that the Secret Service had the their their logo and et cetera stuff on it that he wore. And it was funny that uh, he was seen wearing that all the time. And then after he was out of office, he went right to uh, Rolex Cellini. Oh, really? Yeah. So so it was just it was like uh, it, much like Bill Clinton's Timex. It was which uh, I mean, ugh, in a, with a suit on, it just makes me shudder. But but much like Bill Clinton's Timex, he he got out of office, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, now we had the serious. Yeah, we don't have to pretend anymore for the press. We have some serious, like we're doing okay over here, you know, that kind of thing. So like the the Cellini was spotted, and everyone was like, oh, hello. <laughs> you just reminded me. Apparently, one of the sto- there was many stories of Lyndon Johnson with his cricket alarm mm-hmm. apparently he would set it to go off in meetings so that he could just walk out it's like oh look, alarm's going off yeah modern day equivalent of like where we would get great. somebody to ring our phone right like, oh, sorry i've yeah. got to take this call yeah, yeah well he would right. do that yeah. with his cricket watch and oh, apparently apparently uh, uh, uh bob's watches have got uh, just a fantastic article they've written on this um subject in fact let me just um i think I've, i think i've got it here on one of my my tabs i was just trying to find the uh, Trump watch there. <laughs> um, they, they actually found that on more than one occasion when he inadvertently set inadvertently set the alarm right, with Lyndon right. Johnson, that the Secret Service thought it was a, a bomb, like a ticking <gasps> bomb. Oh, no. And they right? were like, clear the room, clear the room. Oh, and he's like, no, no, no. I, I just... I was just trying to get out so I could get lunch early or whatever. Oh, wow. but, um, yeah, it's probably, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's, and that's probably a good idea to, to gift them to everyone so that they're like, they're used to the sound. <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. That's, yeah, oh, that's, that's probably one of the, the benefits yeah. of doing it. But, um, yeah. and I think that, I mean, it, it's interesting, this part of history. I watched an interesting video by Christian Theo Harris, I previously mm-hmm. mentioned, and he is actually very passionate about the Vulcane brand. And he's writing, because what he was saying is that they're not really doing themselves any favors because their their website is I mean their website is just awful like you can't yeah. really see the watches and apparently they've they've messed around with the um a few of the the titles so they don't call it the cricket watch anymore they call it like the presidential 50th watch or something so they're uh, kind of messing right. around with it but yeah. I think if I was going to go for one I think this nautical they they produce a dive watch called the nautical now they they evolved or created a different cricket style movement that mm-hmm. by the nature of the way it worked it was quite easy to hear underwater oh okay i mean and it is like it's a sound you know like a you know submarine like ping underwater so it's a mechanic like a mechanic it's not like a uh a speaker trying to move air underwater it's like physically vibrating metal so easier to interesting that's a. Th- I don't know if I could do the dial on that. That's a busy. There's a lot of information going on there. Well, it happens. Yeah, it has um, a decompression scale on it, and I'm okay. wondering why this isn't more popular because people are just crazy for dive watches, aren't they, at the moment? Right. And I'm wondering why this one doesn't get more recognition because yeah. it, it actually it had the the alarm 
alarm on it to be heard underwater. I can't right. think of another yeah. watch that does that unless the Polaris, um, Jaeger Polaris, has a special hmm. alarm for underwater because that's yeah. dive specific. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's certainly like, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like maybe it's been missed uh, for the, for the nostalgia of, of 70s dive watches. Uh, here you have one that, is you know effectively better or you know better than than what was out there because you could set a, a dive timer you could mm. you could set an actual timer uh you know to accurate you know to tell you when okay it's time to come come to come back to the surface or you know so uh yeah i feel like it's a unappre- un- underappreciated yeah i think that was i think one of the reasons anybody collects watches maybe certainly i do is that romance of the time where they i mean we all grew up as james bond and we're like oh my god he's right. got like a a garrote wire in his watch but these true uh, real mechanical pioneers that they're like we've got to get this this is this if this alarm doesn't go off this diver might die right right yeah it's yeah. incredible that kind of romance yeah. of it and the whole water um you know water resistance and things like mm-hmm. that of watches mm-hmm. i yeah. wonder whether some of that romance of although there are some interesting things aren't they i mean i know um i forget which brand it was now maybe it was zenith or or favre favre that made the like a mechanical depth gauge that mm-hmm. had a, mm-hmm. yeah i've seen that watch. i've seen that yeah i don't has know like a yeah. diaphragm in it that compresses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah uh, you would think yeah i i just think i mean it, it feels like that's lost to um you you know you had the court the course crisis was right there was right when that was happening so i just feel like they were like you know of any of the uh sort of technologies that were out there um you know a dive computer at that point was like okay you know in the 19 even like maybe mid 80s late 80s you know you could you could get you could get a barometric pressure. You could get a sensor temperature. You know everything like that, and just be like, "Yeah, this." And then a dive computer was now a possible thing in the alternate history world. You know, when we're in our, uh, you know, when we're in our steampunk alternate history yeah, world, just we will have steampunk our, then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll have your your uh, mechanical calculator dive watch alarm that can uh, that can compute is, right. Yeah. yeah, that can compute the. Yeah, com- compute the total depth and and yeah, read out on your Nixie tubes. Although although high voltage Nixie tubes in water not recommended. <laughs> no, no, no. That love of that era is what is seeing some of these legacy brands being able to come back. And and I think um, I mean Theo and Harris made this video a couple of years ago now, but I think they're right. I mean, Vulcan could really come back with the history that the cricket and they're reasonably priced. They're not anywhere yeah. near a, a rolex price or whatever and you know jaeger do well with their memovox mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The other alarm watches i mean I, I use this breitling as my alarm but it's a digital of course i'm mm-hmm. not sure if a, a mechanical watch what what that was i forget that one that we saw that where it chimed against the crystal was that a- uh that was uh Chopard. Oh yeah, that was incredible yeah. wasn't it yeah it, it was incredible against the, mm-hmm. was it the back of the case or the actual front i I, I I I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if it was like the in like it had a special piece of sapphire that was like in the case or the side of the case that was like held. I I forget. Yeah. That how it how it did it, but but yeah. Also, I remember that that watch I think was cost more than my first house. So <laughs> exactly. So. I wonder how some of these. 
it'd be interesting and maybe i should do a video on this like different parts of the world that respect some brands because i think if you had over here mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily if you had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank you wouldn't necessarily think of chopard mm -hmm. i think yeah you might think of like you probably would think of patek first wouldn't like yeah. if you had to spend a right. hundred grand on a watch right. whereas some right. of these other brands they must do like um uh some of these other watches must they also do really well don't they so yeah some of these like yeah. more obscure brands in different speaking. yeah i feel like yeah no you're you're i'm no doubt that's right it's very uh reminds me of uh buick in china buick you know uh, you know in china is was is was seen as a status symbol car it was mm -hmm. like a luxury status like you're you've made it you're a big western american car you know that sort of thing and so that you know their their take on that brand um and just and we look at it like you know you know uh, your aunt's your aunt's buick <laughs> like it's nothing to write home about and you're totally right i think and a good example over here is the land rover defenders oh okay because yeah they're very expensive over here and 1980s yeah. land rover defender probably set you back 20 grand whereas mm -hmm. you can find them in farmers fields arguably in the uk right Oh, right. we've got all these old the old snatch Land Rovers from the yeah. uh, the army ones and things like I, that. But over here, they're yeah. quite sought after. I've I've heard the same with uh, Mercedes in Germany. You know, it's like uh, it's like oh you 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 know oh so you want to drive a taxi <laughs> and you're like no, but it's a Mercedes you don't understand and you're just like yeah it's just it's just a regular car you know it's just like that's the that's the Toyota Camry of Germany like <laughs> like whatever. It's funny when the first time we went to uh, Berlin and we're, we're off on another tangent here but the first time I went mm -hmm. up to Berlin I was like and we phoned for a taxi and this Mercedes came up and I was like oh. Somebody, oh, fancy us. <laughs> some middle manager is uh, moonlighting as a taxi driver today. Right, and it's right, like, no, yeah. this is just the taxi. No, this so. is what we, yeah, this is what was affordable at the time. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it's, uh, we, we we were looking, uh, I I see that, uh, that uh, Joe Biden has a Vulcan already. So I assume he was, he had gifted it or was given it. Let me see. I wonder if he was given it as when he was vice president as well. I wonder if it, if it stretches that far. This is the uh, thing. There's, there's just not a lot of... This is the, the, the shame about the Volcane website is there's just not yeah. a lot of detail I know. on there. It's uh, yeah, they PDF. really... I mean, listen, Omega, like they gave you the playbook on how to lean into this. Like, oh. you know, like you just replace the words moon landing with president's watch and lean in on it. You know, utilize, utilize this. There's nothing. Yes, we joke about it and, and we think that it's a little trite, but uh, it, there's nothing there. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think, you know, it is Omega. It has uh, it, it's established. It is it is a piece of history. It is completely fine. We're we're fine. With, you know, while we may be tired of the marketing, I think that it's it's a, it's the way to go. Oh, and maybe they need to uh, maybe they need to learn a, a bit. So it seems like he was gifted one before when uh, when he was vice president. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, he he's there. Reach out to them and send him another. And I I I think they should make a big deal out of it. You know, I do. Yeah, they should definitely use that as a as a a launching platform i totally agree and you you just uh, totally reminded me of a story talking about the omega speedmaster mm -hmm. uh, good friend to the show todd uh said that dean bump who's been on our show who's the ex watch expert sales expert mm -hmm. that works mm -hmm. in um british virgin islands apparently they're an he's an omega uh, their little switzerland watch shops are omega mm -hmm. 
resellers. Apparently, mm-hmm. they are inundated with calls about the the old Hesselite version of the Speedmaster. In oh. fact, Todd managed to get hold of one. Dean rang him up and said, oh, I've, uh, I know you just bought that um, that Carl Booker uh, watch, <laughs> but I've kept one yeah. of these. Do you want it? Oh. So now... Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is yeah. interesting because I... I quite like the idea of the the new one with the coaxial one, but yeah, I mean this is a this is a big change in the Speedmaster line. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I I'm not you know I guess I'm not tuned in to some of the the nuances there as far as the movement is concerned. I'm I'm with you. I I would think, you know, moving to coaxial, moving to a basically a chronometer grade. Um, hand wound uh, mechanical is it you know we're we're moving forward here that sort of thing uh but i i feel like they're uh any departure and i think we mentioned this any departure from what they've done in the past um as as sort of caused controversy uh you know Uh, but it's strange to me as someone as an outsider in that space it's strange to me to look at that and know that the the bezel was changed and the movement's not the same and the you know like there's a handful of big things that have already changed since it was on the moon and so now in 2020 i feel like arguing that we're getting further away or closer to that i I don't i don't i i don't have a stand there so i don't have any i don't have any skin in the game there (laughs) no i agree and i think todd actually probably did a good thing because that watch will not only will it bring him a lot of joy but i think it will probably go up in price i mean yeah the this is the thing the, i think one of the things with omega's pricing at the moment again we're going off on a tangent is and i've just i'm only I've, this is fresh in my mind because i've just recorded a video about um top 10 things that new collectors might not know about omega and one of the ones that really hits home is they were affordable at one time they had that i mean even up until a couple of years ago they had a speedmaster that was two thousand five hundred dollars it was like a racing one came on a rubber strap but now the barrier to entry of them is you now you're looking at five thousand i think it's almost a shame for new watch collectors because it used to be one of the most affordable ways to get into an iconic watch right uh with an iconic history Mm -hmm. and and maybe that you know seiko's maybe trying to nudge into that with a few of their releases and stuff but i think this I, i think I don't know. Maybe it takes the same length, the same skill watchmaker to make a $2,500 watch as it does a 5000 so it's an economies of scale thing. Who knows? Yeah. But it, it's yeah. a, that, that's, a, that's a shame in recent years. I right, so. right. I, and, and I definitely recognize the, the engineers out there who sort of picked that, you know, the Omega Speedmaster as, as that milestone engineer watch uh moon moon landing connection um and you know mechanical engineer that any you know to, uh, love the love the design etc et as like an attainable you know check mark um and moving away from that you know at what you know like uh, are we are we just going to build stuff for the the folks that are just going to collect it and put it in a box uh, or are we are we going to build stuff that people are going to buy and wear, um, and like and and how long in the how long is that going to last? Yeah, and what's the legacy of the watch going yeah. to be? Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
I feel like if you take if you take any brand, uh, you know, you take like a G-Shock, okay? And if right now you were to move their, you know, their basic G-Shock and you were to just start tamping down that you were just like basically tamp down the market and you're like, okay, we're only going to release limited editions that are $600. So the core, like the collector, the G-Shock collectors are are gonna go are, are gonna be excited because okay we got this color we got the special thing oh they made it in gold they made it in, all right you're gonna you're gonna fill some niche there but then the person who's running through the airport who just needs a, a waterproof durable wristwatch is just gonna run on by and and casio knows that they're a company that's that that's that's their market that's running by mm. and with this, Omega is sort of saying that our the, our market is not. Oh, you became an engineer and you're gonna buy yourself a nice watch. That's not. No, we're not interested in you. We're more interested in the, you know, the one-off, super special sort of thing. So, yeah, when that chapter closes, you wonder how much not not necessarily damage, but like how how much of the brand image changed because it is no longer that. You're running through an airport and you want to get grab a you know a good durable watch that you know today how many of us have a g-shock in the collection because we grew up as kids and we're like yeah. this is a great watch that's gonna you know i can run through the woods and like and know what time that i need to come home to my house before getting in trouble like that's the reason why those are in our collection or on our wrist is because of that so for them to turn that page that you know uh, twenty-year-old engineers who are in school right now may not have that opportunity, you know. Besides other other financial burdens that they're going to have to carry. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Actually, that's why I think it's clever. I've been doing, and again, for another video, I've been doing a lot of research on Breitling, and they're doing some clever things with the the blend of pricing across their okay brand. There was yeah. even a, a limited edition Swiss. A quartz chronograph that they did for the Swiss Air Force that I think they must have only done a limited run of it, but you can find them on um, Joma Shop for like mm-hmm. two thousand ish dollars, mm-hmm. and that's a great. Mm-hmm. I mean, their quartz movements, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, one of the best that you can find. But uh, anyway, okay, well, that was a really interesting one. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get the video out. If not, you guys are definitely going to hear this in audio <laughs> version. That's right. We really appreciate you listening. And we'll see you next time on Casual Watch Talk. Thanks, guys. Bye.